Welcome to the Humans Inside the Pods with Morgan O'Learon, a podcast exploring the power of community, one conversation at a time. Hello, hello. Hello. <laughs> How are you? Good, so nice to see you. Yeah, you too. <laughs> are you ready? Do you have any questions for me? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm just, you know, hanging with you, I guess. Yeah, that's that's yeah. kind of the, the concept. Yeah. Okay, let's get started. I think we can just uh, have a little intro so you can tell me uh, about yourself and the way you want to. So it can be what you do, who you are, whatever yeah. you feel like sharing. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm Mohammed. Uh, people call me Mo. <laughs> Something probably we're going to talk about. <laughs> Uh, we gonna. Uh, I am uh, mostly like a, a tech nerd. I just love anything tech. Um, I've been living here in Sweden for five years, and four years of that I've been living in K nine. Four years. I know. I know. <laughs> Actually, it's My four God. years now. Now it's crazy. That is crazy. <laughs> I think that's. Oh no, I had, yeah, it might be the longest uh, I've had on the podcast. I am the longest member. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I think someone's been there like the whole time, right? Like Peter or something. I think Peter's still, uh, still beating me yeah. on that leaderboard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, why Sweden? Uh-huh. Uh, Sweden was... Um, uh, I was working remotely for a company and I was uh, traveling between countries and Sweden was one of them. And while I was here, uh, I met some people that introduced me to other people. And that's how I met uh, the two founders that I started the company with here in Sweden. So when I heard about the opportunity, I just uh, switched and uh, worked here in Sweden. So yeah. uh, it was a professional uh, decision to move to Sweden? Yeah, I, I would say, um, uh, I mean, Sweden is beautiful. I came in, uh, in summer, so yeah. I was very <laughs> disillusioned with uh, how beautiful it is. <laughs> no, it's still beautiful. But yeah, the main, uh, the main interest I had was uh, starting this uh, company here in Sweden. Yeah, of course, I get it. And so how was it uh, being in Sweden before you move into the co-living? So you had one year. Uh, mm. How did you live at that, for that first year? Yeah, so uh, the company managed to get me like a, an apartment here in the center city. And uh, nice. yeah, I've been living like, I think like for uh, two to three months by myself. Then mm. like uh, I start like, uh, like I had the ex-girlfriend at that point. So we start like moving in together. And then like after the breakup was pretty much when I start looking for other places. Yeah. Yeah. And how did you come into, I mean, have you, had you heard about the co-living concept before that or did you yeah, just stumble me, upon it? Yeah, like actually like uh, after that, like I was uh, ready to leave Sweden. So <laughs> okay. I, was, uh, <laughs> I was gearing up to leave. And okay. uh, I remember like someone in my company. So, so like uh, the ad, uh, someone on Facebook said like, we, we're looking for people. 
and uh, he saw the website and he was like, Mo, this is perfect for you. I looked at it and yeah, it was perfect. <laughs> how, how is this perfect for you? What, what would you say make him, made him say that? Yeah, apparently in the company, I am called the uh, like very social person. <laughs> All right. <laughs> which is funny, like back in my home country, which is Morocco. I am called the opposite with like, I'm very antisocial. <laughs> Maybe this are... is like based on Swedish standards, you know? Exactly. The standards are very different. <laughs> so he was like, you're very social and this is a social house. You would love it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it was perfect, actually. Like I was, uh, I was looking for uh, more people, more things to do. Uh, yeah. def- definitely the website uh, hooks me, especially with the chef. I heard there's going to be a chef uh, that's going to cook food for us all the time. That uh, pretty. Then much. what happened? Yeah, <laughs> that was a false advertisement. <laughs> but it got me to the house. See, it works. Yeah, yeah, it got it did. <laughs> but so you moved in especially because you thought you were going to be a chef, and then there's no chef. So what what was your like first experience of the house? So that was like four years ago. It had just opened, like, not even a year before. Exactly. So I I remember, like, uh, okay, it it was funny. Like, I had so many misconceptions. I thought, like, when I slept there the first night, I woke up next day. I was like, is someone going to knock on the door and say it's breakfast? (laughs) (laughs) Love it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I, I had so many misconceptions when I came to the house. But uh, uh, I still remember uh, exactly the first thing I saw in the house or uh, about the house was I got into the Slack uh, of K9. Yeah. And uh, the first thing I'm going to read was announcement. And it was one of uh, our residents here was uh, Gato just writing mm-hmm. about how the house is going to bankruptcy. <laughs> oh, my God. Welcome <laughs> home. Was- that was the first thing I read. It's like, okay, pack your stuff, guys. <laughs> so yeah, uh, I came in right into that first day. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And and yet you decided to stay because I mean now we're laughing about it because we know what oh. happened. But uh, yeah. when you're moving in, signing a contract, and waking up the next day and you see that message, like. What, what, what went through your mind? I mean, like I said, like I was already gearing up to leave Sweden at that point. So it didn't okay, matter. Okay. Uh, uh, like I wasn't really planning uh, uh, four years of living here. Yeah. So when I saw it, I was like, that sounds good. I'm going to have some fun. There's going to be some parties. I'm going to meet some new friends. And okay, when it's over, it's over. We close it. All right. And okay, it was that's a good it was fun stories to bring back to the office. I'm like, oh my gosh, guys, you should see this. <laughs> <laughs> and and especially because my office was kind of against it. Like against uh, it. Oh yeah, they were definitely against it. So uh, they, 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 but wait, sorry, wasn't it your a colleague that told you to move in? Exactly. So one of the colleagues uh, showed me the place. Yeah. And actually, he was one of the people who was against it, too. So that's <laughs> but, very confusing. 
uh, at that point, I had a, like a, a first contract of an apartment here in Sweden, which is okay. uh, something that is hard to get when you it's... just show up to Sweden. Absolutely. To exactly. So it's a cheaper, it's more permanent and stuff like that. It's kind of the so holy I... grail, yeah. Exactly. So I had that at the same time that I had uh, my interviews with K9 and it's saying that, yeah, you got it. So they were like, you cannot say no to the other one. It's crazy. No one says no. <laughs> so I actually had to say no to, to the first hand contract and go to K9. Oh, my so, God. Yeah. So they were really, really against it. <laughs> So okay, every, I understand. Yeah, 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 yeah. So when I came back and I told them they're gonna go bankruptcy, they were like, "Uh huh." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of course. I mean, if you're if you're once again if you're in the Swedish culture and you know, especially if you come from Stockholm and you know how difficult it is to get your hands on a first-hand contract, exactly. And then and then you say no to it for this kind of like hippie commune that goes bankrupt within a day. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> Yeah, they were they were not. Like um, it's it's something of a special thing to to see here in uh, uh, at least in Sweden. Uh, they always uh, waiting for the. Okay, so how did it turn up? Uh, are you still happy there? Uh, kind mm -hmm. of questions, you know. Like uh, they still uh, cannot believe that it's a sustainable uh, living uh, situation. So they oh, will really? always ask. Yeah, they will always ask me like. Uh, so are you still happy there? Uh, how is going? How's uh, living with other people? No fights. Like you can feel <laughs> like they're looking for the issues that they have in mind and see if I made the right decision or not. And still now, four years later? Uh, sometimes, yeah. Like I hear people like you're not, you're not planning to get your own apartment, stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> wow all right yeah. interesting i mean I, I get it if you don't know what it is i mean yeah it's hard to understand if you don't experience it right it's hard to exactly, explain yeah. exactly yeah yeah like i said when so, i came in even i yeah. was interested and i had so many wrong ideas do you want to share more of these wrong ideas i mean i love the idea of someone knocking on the door for breakfast but did you have any <laughs> any others <laughs> That was, uh, I was actually disappointed about that. <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> I thought like every morning someone's going to knock on the door and be like, breakfast. Oh. No, but uh, I think what uh, I uh, did not expect uh, uh, the amount of intimacy like that we have, yeah. friendship or otherwise. It was uh, like, if you came into a place like that, uh, I was thinking more uh, company-oriented, uh, especially with the name they used to call Tech Farm. Uh, I thought more it's going to be more um, managed by a, a company too, which is totally <laughs> not happening in this house. It's uh, self-managed, which is funny. The moment I heard about that, I was like, this house is going to fail. <laughs> and now I'm You're very impressed. <laughs> with how we self manage yeah. your faith in the in in humanity is is great uh... yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely the moment i was like there is no like uh, overhead it's all like a flat hierarchy and we all self-manage especially when i came to the bankruptcy era, uh, era and everyone was not really given uh, a care to the house i was like oh mm -hmm. this is not uh, this is not gonna go last for long 
Yeah, I mean, that makes but, sense. Yeah. Uh, I've been proven wrong. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. think we all have. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> all right, but I think I'm going to ask you the same questions that your colleague asked you regularly. Is like, yeah. I mean, how has it been the last four years? How, like, are you still happy? <laughs> uh, like, happy in relation to the house? Uh, definitely. I've been, uh, I would say I've been getting everything that I ex expecting from the house. Maybe my yeah. expectations are very low. <laughs> That's how I'm surviving. <laughs> But uh, what do you yeah. expect from the house? Right, it's um, I I wouldn't say support. That's not even the thing I'm expecting from the house. Uh, just the first the social part. Uh, the moment you open the door, you are forced into being social. <laughs> it's not even a question. Um, Isn't that an issue sometimes? Oh, like definitely. the the use of the word forced. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, definitely. Like when I say force, I mean sometimes positive, sometimes negative. Of course. Uh, you can be forced into something positive. That's true. Yeah, yeah no, I agree. Yeah. Uh, uh, what's it? Uh, I mean, uh, it's a decent uh, people that comes uh, to the house. I mean, it's it's a niche, uh, niche people that would consider living in the same situation. So we somehow end up with the same kind of people or similar. Um, so, and I'm happy with that type of people. People mm. who like uh, already understand the, uh, uh, that you need to behave in a better way because uh, other people, you want other people to behave good. So you both have a good living in the house. Uh, something like people that uh, be afraid when you live with other people that other people are gonna be trashing and you're gonna be the one who picking up after them. But yeah. this is definitely not happening here. People all consider that no, I should pick it up because I don't want to make it bad for the other person. Mm -mm. Um, I would say um, <laughs> I would consider myself lazy. <laughs> I love the self-awareness, yeah. <laughs> So having to be sitting in a one place and getting the influx of people coming right at me, different kind of people, is just perfect for me. Yeah. <laughs> Many people I would go that. around to find new people. For me, I can just sit here. It's like, who's, who's new in the house? I'm like, oh. So I would say, yeah. If I have nothing to do, there is always a plan. I would say like it's small stuff that I expect from the house and they always deliver. Sometimes yeah. they deliver more, which is even more extraordinary. But at the least, it's always good. That's nice. At the least, it's always good. That's a, it's yeah. a good baseline. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. And so uh, can you tell a bit about uh, how you live in the house? Because there are so many different rooms. So mm. what, what was uh, maybe like when you decided to move into a shared home with 50 people, did you yeah. have some kind of like, uh, how do you say like criteria that you're like, okay, I'm going to share, but at least I want my private room. Like, yeah. Did you have some, because you seem to be self-aware. So what do you know that you need to be able to live in a set in a, such an environment for so long? Um, If that makes sense. Yeah. I think like 
I didn't even consider the fact that there is uh, shared rooms when I moved to the house. So uh, yeah. immediately, like that was not even an option in my head. I thought mm -hmm. like, uh, of course, I'm gonna join, I'm gonna get my own room and stuff. But now that I live in the house, I know like the many options. Even if I mm -hmm. knew about the options, I would definitely take my own room. Yeah. Like I am a person who really cherish my privacy and uh, my own time so to uh, especially in a house where like i said just to get out of your room you're first into seeing people it's mm -hmm. always good to have a space dedicated for you that just you live there yeah, um, absolutely i would say that was one major uh, thing that uh, kept me in the house if i didn't have that i probably would have not have stayed this long hmm. I get it, but I think it's really, it's really good to say because a lot of people look at this solution and think, oh my God, like I would never be able to live there because I need my privacy. But as a private person, you've been here four years because it's possible to have your privacy. Absolutely, yeah. It, I would say like, if you're really uh, uncomfortable living with people, then I don't think you, <laughs> That's the yeah. right place to be. <laughs> uh, if you're like, uh, uh, you need sometimes for yourself, you definitely can uh, have your own room here. Uh, I, I met so many people in the house who absolutely have no requirement for this. They mm. can live in a pod, they can live in the shared rooms and stay here for so long. Um, so it's a more a personal uh, like requirements. Yeah. For me, I understand it from the beginning that uh, in order to survive here, I had to, <laughs> I had to have my own door <laughs> to be like, okay, guys, and just close the door. <laughs> yeah, so important. No, I, I completely get it. I mean, I think uh, it's also nice to try different things, right? Uh, challenge yourself a little bit. I mean, for me, at least, I didn't mm. know. I wasn't too sure uh, when I moved in. Also, I couldn't afford a single room, let's be honest. Mm -hmm. So, uh, but it was nice to try different options. I mean, I've only tried two, but like I was in a shared room with one person and then I was in the bunks for a few months. Yeah. Uh, and I really, I was uh, positively surprised trying the shared room because I really thought that it would be extremely difficult. Uh, and actually, I really enjoyed it. So I realized that, okay, actually, my boundaries are, you know, wider than I thought. Uh, and then I moved into the bunk. And then I was like, okay, this is too much. <laughs> now I know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, it's personal. Uh, yeah. For me, like, uh, I remember, like, in uh, before, like, Sweden, I was in Barcelona. And I lived in a, a hostel for three months where like you live with six people in the room oh, like yeah. just beds yeah. and just because i knew like it's not a long term and yeah. i knew like it's like um a fun experience uh, you could adapt you could like enjoy it for what it is but if you came yeah. with the mindset that uh, you're gonna live for long you will look for a more sustainable uh, like living situation like for me, at least, I would like to have everything like in a routine base. So I would mm -hmm. love to have like this here, that here, and just always know where everything is. So yeah, absolutely, yeah. 
Can but I think to... I think you're 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 very right. It's like it has to do with the mindset, right? When you go to a hostel, it's a short-term mindset. Yeah. Uh, when you, when you move to K9, even if you move to the bunk beds, you know that it's long-term, and so you also behave differently. Exactly. <gasps> exactly. So you can have it both. <laughs> um do you ever regret not taking that first-hand contract <laughs> oh, definitely not <laughs> it's not even on my mind <laughs> that's nice that's very nice beyond like, beyond the, the private room uh yeah. what makes it so what makes it work so well for you can you pinpoint a little bit i mean you said that the social part because you feel lazy and you have like social life but is there anything beyond that that you feel is very particular to canine? Um, I would probably put myself back when I just uh, showed up to canine. And I would say like it, uh, it, it fastened my experience to life. I, I think like uh, I experienced more of life just because I was living in canine. Um, how can I explain this better? No, but that's that's uh, actually I okay. You can't see me right now, but I had a big smile on my face because I think the last three K Niners that I talked to somehow yeah. said the exact same thing. Like you live more of life, or you live, th you know, one year in K Nine is like three year in anywhere else. Like <laughs> <laughs> exactly, like uh, uh, which is which is good and bad. I don't know if they talked about the bad part. <laughs> they didn't actually. Can you enlighten me on that? Apart from the fact that you feel older, <laughs> faster. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> no, like um, uh, the thing about like living with so many people that you interact with all the time is, uh, of course, like, as I said, like you get so many experience uh, at the same time, but when it's a bad experience, you get it harder than if you lived with fewer people, if that makes sense. So when, when you live with many people, I was also thinking about like uh, viruses. <laughs> when you live with fewer people, you hit with fewer viruses. But when you live, uh, when you live with huge like amount of people, you get all kinds of viruses. <laughs> That's, I think it's a great analogy that everyone can understand nowadays. Um... Yeah, I can say like uh, personal experience. Uh, Especially if you, uh, like I had my uh, hardest years in K9. I mean, not related to K9, but just in my life. Mm. Uh, my hardest years passed while I was in K9. Okay. And when you uh, not feeling good and trying mm. to seclude yourself and uh, you cannot match the energy of the people around you, that multiplies. Mm. Like, if you if you live alone or with one person or just few friends, uh, you will not feel it as much as if you're feeling bad and there is a fifty people outside having a party. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the bad part. But then mm -hmm. when you're feeling a bit happy, and you have fifty people more that gonna match your energy, it feels mm -hmm. ecstatic. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yeah. I never thought about it like that so you don't you you haven't experienced that when you're feeling down you you get like um 
some kind of support or maybe you you're challenged to get out a little bit more and it helps you get better you felt that it was on the contrary like making it worse mm -hmm. i can i can uh, answer it in like two parts there, there is definitely support if you ask for it and that's the mm. <laughs> that's the requirement i am not a person who's gonna ask for it uh, i definitely had uh, especially in those years I had uh, two to three people that they were in to the issues I had. Uh, and those people would give me support as much as they can. Yeah. But of course, I didn't ask the house for support. So, and I would never, like, I would not require a whole house to fall uh, energy wise just to accommodate me. But do you think uh, they would fall energy wise if there are so many? Um, I don't know. I'm just like I'm just wondering yeah. right now. <laughs> I mean, uh, maybe for a day or two, but if you had like mm. an issue that's lasting for long, uh, no one is gonna like uh, keep up with you that much, and I don't expect anyone mm. to keep up with me that much. So I never mm. even put that on the house. Uh, yeah. For when you say like uh, you can be. Um, encouraged or like uh, incentivized to go out because you can see people out maybe you're sad and you see them happy you can go there uh, i noticed that it works sometimes but yeah. if you didn't have the like let's say uh, i i had like a 20 percent energy today that i can now do it like yesterday I was zero today it's 20. so okay good i can get out i can do some people but if I go out and there is a crazy party for 110% energy, uh, it's impossible. Mm. <laughs> so yeah. uh, you can uh, you will sit there and you're gonna look uh, like you cannot even move a hand. So uh, it's not always uh, simple as just, uh, ah, they having uh, fun, I can just go join. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes that works. It's like, oh, they're laughing. You can just sit in the corner and just hear people laugh and be like, oh, I'm happy too. Mm. But yeah, uh, like I said, so this is the bad part. But the good part when you can match, you match in with more than 50 people and their friends. <laughs> mm. So it always feels good. Yeah. Wow. I That really makes me reflect. It was very interesting. Uh, I never saw it that way. So, yeah, def I mean, there's a, there's definitely good and bad. I mean, I think we, we tend to focus on the good when we talk about it because we reminisce and we share memories, but it's, it's true. There is also yeah. some tough times for everyone. I think like the, the question of uh, asking for help is very interesting. Do you feel like, I know you said you didn't expect that from anyone, but do you feel like maybe there were like a forum missing to ask for help in an easier way? Or you just felt like, no, I don't want to do that anyway, regardless. Uh, I I think it's it's just me, uh, as in like mm. it's personally me that, uh, especially when I came to the house, I I don't think I even had in my vocabulary how to ask for help. <laughs> it's always mm -hmm. me uh, figuring it out myself, and if I can't, I would never feel bad for other people to not notice or to not be able to yeah. help. Mm -hmm. But I would say living in the house made me uh, realize uh, 
that asking for help is okay with with one like uh, thing because i i always feel the need to help other when i see them going down and i feel good about yeah. it yeah so that that realization made me like uh-huh maybe it's okay to ask help in this house uh i don't think it's there was ever like a, a wall to ask for help mm. it's mm. simple it's just like um uh you're probably gonna uh, you in the house there is a lot of people so you're probably gonna have uh, uh, a few select people that you're uh, extra intimate with and mm -hmm. those are the people that you ask help for yeah. i don't think you you would uh, call a house meeting <laughs> <laughs> because uh, something is not going right in your life you could like if it's a yeah. uh, I feel like it's totally possible and everyone would expect it, but I haven't seen it happen or at least not that often. Yeah, no, exactly. I'm, I'm trying to think and that, probably not a house meeting because it feels yeah. very formal, but maybe some kind of like, what was it called? Uh, there was some kind of Zen room activity on Sundays. I don't remember how it's called, but people could share about their feelings, but I don't know if it's still going on or if it I don't think it lived very long that could have been maybe a, an option there is still like a diary login meditation thing on the zen room it stopped right. it did stop in summer but I think uh, oh. it's going to continue again you pretty much just meditate log your diary maybe speak about it and then nice you go to sleep <laughs> <laughs> maybe a hug before it that's nice because you were saying so you feel like you've lived more uh in the house in the past four years yeah um do you feel after four years that there's still canine life to live if that makes sense you know because <laughs> the idea of the when you mention um it, it stops during the summer I just popped in my head at uh, the idea of like seasonality and and life at canine is is a lot is very repetitive in a in a beautiful way, um, but I'm I'm just wondering after four years if you feel like okay what else is there or do you feel like no this is it I want this for more years. Uh, I would say uh, it starts with a peak. That's definitely a thing. <laughs> it starts with a peak you your uh, your head just uh, freeze of the possibilities you, you don't know where where is this gonna be going and while you live there you just go with everything i suppose you you your weekend is literally not not anywhere outside the house <laughs> uh, but of course like everything in life you will you will not gonna get the peak at all time uh, you were actually talking about uh, uh, when people reminisce about the house which is something i noticed uh, a lot when people reminisce about the house like they always talk about the house as it is uh, a constant thing or as in uh, i'm gonna go back to the same feelings i had but mm. i'm still living in the house and the main the, the constant thing about the house is it's always changing and i mean changing constantly like <laughs> i don't think i uh, 
I've been in a place where uh, it always changes, sometimes from polar to polar opposite, which mm. is which is one thing that I can, uh, I mean, I did not expect, but now it's a thing that I cherish. I'm, I'm really? Yeah. Extremely happy to always feel that uh, the house is, uh, is changing. So it's, it's not always changing to the good. Sometimes mm. I'm upset, but I'm mm. always happy about the change because usually it's changing to the good or just changing for the sake of changing because we get new people and we cannot um, expect the same people to sustain the same culture of people who left. And if those mm -hmm. new people don't, uh, not impose, but at least uh, experience their own culture in the house, they're not gonna feel they are at home. So whenever like a new wave, and it's, if you notice in the house, it's always waves of new people. It's like a, a, yeah. a season of nothing happening and a wave of new people happening. Especially when that yeah, happens. It's very strange actually, like why? Yeah. <laughs> when, when that wave comes in, I always expect like in few months, they're gonna bring their own uh, vibe their own values their own culture and i'm all for it i always like uh, feel when uh, in the house there is uh, people who not cherish but would love to keep the house as it is as mm -hmm. in like this is how it used to be it works fine we feel happy about it we don't want it to change but like for someone who hasn't been in the house since the beginning, I'm so happy that I could make it uh, my house while I was in it. Yeah. So I feel yeah, like how... the best thing about the house is the change, at least for me. <laughs> that makes sense when you say it. When you first said it, that you cherished the change, I was a bit like, oh, but I liked when, <laughs> when it was uh, when I lived there. But I understand what you mean, like that this change is, is the consequence of allow, allowing new members, new residents to make the house their own and to, to feel ownership. And, and, and consequently, they will treat the house better because they'll feel more engaged. So in a way, it's a change for, for the better. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I, I, uh, I would probably have left the house if I don't, if I haven't felt that it became my home. Yeah, like, of course. If, if I felt like I'm still living in someone else's house, because mm -hmm. if you live in, uh, in a house where the culture is set, the values are set, and they're all set in stones, you're pretty much just living in someone else's house. It's a pretty house, but it's not yours. That is so true. What, yeah. what, helped, uh, what helped you feel at home when you, when you moved in? I mean, there was already a mo there. <laughs> I had to say it. <laughs> I had to put it in Zoma. <laughs> I, I, I don't know if that helped. <laughs> that was a big fight. Uh, it's still going on. <laughs> I mean, for context, when I moved in, Mo was uh, Morgan was already in the house. 
and um, uh, people ask me, what's your name? I'm like, yeah, it's Muhammad. And people call me Mo. And you were the first to <laughs> share your disappointment and disagree <laughs> that no, we already have a Mo in the house. <laughs> that makes and me sound so started. welcoming and open-minded. <laughs> <laughs> and that's when it started. I was like, uh, yeah. yeah, people call me Mo too. <laughs> <laughs> no, but oh, I think gosh. you won the fight after you took uh, uh, at MO in Slack. I considered right? that was a win. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was a bit, that was a bit, uh, yeah, it was a, a lazy win, but I guess, yeah. <laughs> it was a good one. <laughs> uh, like, I can't remember what exactly contributed uh, to me feeling at home. Uh, at least for me, like my definition of what I can call home. Like, I mean, before, uh, before Kina, like I said, I used to live in another place, but I never called that home. Mm -hmm. I feel like um, there was a moment when I left K9 uh, for a trip. And while I was on the trip, and I remember the trip was me going to my family. And <laughs> while I was at my family, I was like, ah, oh, I miss home. Or I miss K9. Wow. So since then, my definition of home is whichever place I'm missing. So if I miss a place, oh. I think that's what I'm going to call home. Okay, I've never had that answer. I love it. Whatever <laughs> I'm missing. That's new. That's refreshing. <laughs> it, it makes sense to me. Yeah. Especially because it, it I does. was... Yeah, especially because I was at like my family's home where I lived before. Yeah. So when I felt like I missed Canaan, I was like, aha, so maybe that's what home is. Amazing. Love it. Do you miss anywhere while you're at Canaan? Uh, actually, no. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't Good. like had a, uh, like um, another place that I can uh, be like, oh, that would have been a better place. Especially mm. like while I'm still in uh, Sweden or Stockholm. I don't consider yeah. any other place to move in would be better. Yeah. But uh, the only option I have is to move outside of Sweden. That would make more sense. Where would that be, you think, if you ever moved? Uh -huh. uh, I'm kind of uh, keeping it to the flow right now. <laughs> I am actually working on a, like a, a side company. Yeah. And uh, I'm waiting for... Uh, uh, whichever investor would uh, <laughs> kindly give me some uh, money and uh, connection. Right. And <laughs> uh, whichever connection they have in whichever country that they think it's best to start this at, I will leave to that country. <laughs> so I feel All like right. I'm leaving it to that flow. I see. Yeah. If, you were, if you were to move, um, would you search for a similar setup, like living with others? Uh, I, I think I will probably do, the, uh, <laughs> like um, every time someone leaves the house, uh, they always say that they're gonna look for another co-living. Yeah. And whenever you talk to them again, you can see the disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> Exhibit A. <laughs> <laughs> Because I think, uh, at least many of us, 
uh, our first co-living experience was in this house. Yeah. Uh, so when we go out and you hear like, oh, I'm going to look for co-living and you find co-living websites and you submit and, oh, I got accepted now co-living and you think it's the same concept and then you go there and it's definitely not. Yeah. You, you feel a bit disappointed. So I guess I will try to find, uh, of course, like a place at least similar in some ways, at least the, the good things I like about the house. If I if I can't, uh, I will still probably live in a a, a co-live in some way. Like uh, I feel like uh, living in this house ruined uh, <laughs> living by yourself or living with just one partner. It's just uh, seriously, it's. Uh, <laughs> I know. Like it feels like a downgrade. It feels like you. <laughs> Like, okay, I open the door and there's no one. Like, what's this? <laughs> I know, my God, this is so horrible. I hate it. It's like, hello, where are my friends? What do you mean I have to take a 40-minute tube to, to meet someone? I don't have time for that. You have to put in a calendar, get everyone to go. It's... Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. No, so, it is, I fully agree, yeah. So either that or find myself like a, a place where I'll be constantly uh, doing stuff. So I'll be distracted. <laughs> <laughs> Looking to be distracted, please. Yeah. <laughs> nice. But yeah, it's, uh, I'm, I'm, I'm saying it's funny, but it is actually a horrible uh, thing to experience and try to get out of. It's, it's like a hook. Like we yep. get baited into it, we experience all the happy moments and all the how life could be, and then like you yep. come out and you be like, "Is there other places like this?" And be like, mm. "Nope." <laughs> <laughs> uh, there uh, might be, it might be, but uh, they're not as uh, frequent or obvious uh, to find. Yeah. No, I mean they are. They are. I mean. One of the great things of the podcast, I get to meet, I mean, e-meet, uh, quite a few people living in similar um, ways. But yeah, I mean, I got super excited a couple of weeks ago because I found one in Copenhagen. Oh, wow. Uh, and it seems absolutely identical to canine. <laughs> it's called The Nest. Um, and yeah, that made me so happy because I'm like, yes, we're not alone. That exists. <laughs> Uh, but I, I agree. I mean, I'm laughing about it as well. But to be honest, the first, probably the first year and a half uh, moving out of K9, I was deeply depressed. And it's not just leaving K9. There's a lot of other factors, but that clearly was one of them. Like getting out of that house was so much harder than I thought it would be. Yeah, because uh, if you don't replace it immediately, it leaves yeah. a big... Uh like empty hole in your foundation in every day's life you expected a lot you got used to a lot of stuff that comes with the house and then like when if you leave it and don't replace it immediately you notice how big uh, the empty hole is yes there was this uh i don't remember who said that or where i heard it but also probably paraphrasing but something I, I remember reading something like you recognize um, 
happiness by the sound it makes when it disappears mm -hmm. it was it was more beautiful when i read it but basically you, <laughs> you, 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 it's 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 how it felt i mean i knew i was happy at canine i knew i was lucky and it was very special but i didn't realize how much mm. until i didn't have it anymore yes so <laughs> beware caniners <laughs> <laughs> You know, I'm thinking that there should be some kind of like uh, warning program. Sorry? I was thinking a warning before you come to canine. Yeah, before you come. And if you're thinking of leaving, there should be some kind of program, you know, that helps you transfer into normal life. <laughs> a rehab. Uh, call it yeah. Rehab. yeah, exactly. I love it's it. It's an addiction. <laughs> yes, it's an addiction. Absolutely. Yes. But a healthy one. I don't know if there's a, such a thing as a healthy addiction, but. Uh, there is actually a question I was thinking to ask you. How, how easy or hard do you think um, moving back to K9? <gasps> like, Ooh. yeah. Especially it's because, you know, I'm, I'm a believer of how the house change. Yeah. And I... Uh, I, of course, from my own experience, I can always, uh, I can never, like, even when I know it's changing, if I leave, I will always expect something when I come back to K9. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Th that would be a great question to for America, I think, or for anyone who's moved back. But um, yeah. I think, yeah, for me, it would be very tough. I know it. I, I mean, as much as I long for it <laughs> still, uh, I know it would be a, definitely a quite difficult and long adjustment period just because, yeah, of all this expectation that I'm putting on it, all the changes that happened since I left, all the new people. Yeah. And it would mean finding my place again. But I like to think, or I hope, that also because I've, I've researched so much the topic and I've talked to so many people, that I would be aware of it. And so it would help the process. It would not make it disappear, um, but being aware of it would probably help. And I would just kind of let time do its work. I mean, yeah. at least that's what the better version of myself tried to think. <laughs> do you think it's um, uh, more, uh, more profitable for you, like as a life experience to move back to K9 or move back to something similar? You know, like new wow. people, uh, less uh, expectation. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, well, gosh, you're really asking the, the tough question. Um, uh -huh, uh, I forgot you're the one who's asking questions. <laughs> no, no, no. This is a conversation. I like it. Um, let me think. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, I'm going to quote a former caniner, but I once uh, had a very deep and interesting conversation with Cedric, who used to live with us on fifth floor. Yeah. And we were talking about something completely unrelated to canine, but he, he used that term infinite depth, uh, referring to relationship and that when you commit to someone, uh, even if it's hard, even in the hard times, if you just keep, you know, I mean, of course, when I say hard times, I don't mean like yeah. if your partner starts hitting you, yeah, you should probably leave. Uh, 
Um, But like, you know, any relationship has difficult times. And so he said the beauty of committing to someone is that you get to explore that infinite depth. Because if you jump from partner to partner, uh, you might not never get very deep. And okay, this, if we forget about the the relationship uh, aspect, and if we apply that to the living situation, I think I have that um, obsession with infinite depth that I, I like to go very, very deep in the relationship. I like to see things in the very long term. And so I think a part of me would say that going back to canine would be very interesting yeah because i want to explore that because i this is part of a journey of coming back is also a learning experience and and there's still people that i know you including included and 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 maybe yeah i can explore those relationships more after you know for how long has it been now (laughs) three years away uh i'm a different i've changed um how does that impact the house how does the house impact me now yeah um yeah but yeah that's just one thing that i i think of then of course i i'm pretty sure that finding another space and helping shaping it would also be very beneficial to me yes Um, it's a very long answer (laughs) no no it's actually good uh i feel like like you said like you don't want to be uh, jumping from a place to another because you want to actually experience more and if you always go back to the surface phase again it's yeah you're not gonna get much i was yeah. actually thinking uh, in my in when you asked me about uh, the dwindling experience when you get in the house uh, sometimes uh, I, I still think there is a lot to see in the house but mm. like we <laughs> Uh, I don't know, residents or humans, uh, we adapt. And living in the house, especially once you call it home, you get comfortable, you get, um, you, uh, you already experience many of the uh, places of it. You, you expect a lot of things from the house. So when the, ch- uh, when the house changes like uh, under your feet, like you'd be like coming back from work and you expecting the house to be a certain way, but then you see like new people with new things. It's, it's not easy. Mm. So it's a thing that you always have to be on guard for. Like the more, yeah. like you want to feel comfortable, but when you feel comfortable and things change, at least for me, which is, I love things that stays in one place it's it's uh it's jarring (laughs) and sometimes it makes it harder to experience the things that the house can give you because this is not what i expected to come back home to things like that so i was like always thinking like when people leave would they like dare to uh jump in again to a place they uh they already know and comfortable in but considerably changed. How can you, because when you go to a new place, you, you come with it with the new energy, new expectations, you're uh, full of potential. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You come to this house, have exactly the same things, but you come with the certain expectations that might hinder you. 
which is funny. Like I'm still living in the house and I can experience that. <laughs> yeah, that's a very good topic. I feel like I want to, um, yeah, maybe ask people who've moved back. Amazing, yes. <laughs> I wonder who I should ask. <laughs> Damn it, was my, my talk was all negative? Okay, let's talk about good stuff. <laughs> no, it wasn't all negative. <laughs> not at all, not at all. It was a lot of good stuff. <laughs> and it's it's good to be authentic and genuine and share the bad and the good, right? We don't we're not doing a promotional um, commercial for K9. We're just uh, talking about how we experience living with others. So I think it's important Absolutely. to approach. Yeah, like yeah. I feel like but, I can even detail it more, but just knowing that it's a hook and addictive place to be at. That will tell you how much good this place is. Absolutely, that's that's a great. I'm gonna I'm gonna try and talk to Alex and Perrin to having some kind of motto for the website, like you know, <laughs> the only healthy addiction. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You'll never get enough. Uh, yeah. Is there anything else that you want to like talk about that we haven't uh, explored yet? Uh, no, like, I feel like, uh, at least, uh, something to talk, like something that I really, uh, cherish in the house, like you said before, is the, uh, polarity of it. You can go from, a uh, a party that you only see in raves to, uh, house philosophy with arguments and, <laughs> like the range of the house can just vary from like literally from the morning to the evening. And it's something that you don't see anywhere. For me, I felt that this was very, um, what's the word that I'm looking for? It opened a lot of uh, doors or it, it allowed me to explore things that I never thought were for me or never knew existed. And I think I'm very grateful for that because like you say, if like, I'd never been to a rave before, you know, so, you know, it felt great to experience something in the safety of my home, it's the safety, the, the comfort of my housemates. Uh, and I never had conversation about, I don't know, like, hierarchy or, you know, crypto or whatever. And, and it's probably not things that I would have like registered myself to a webinar, you know, or attended a class, but it's in my living room and I'm just passing by. So exactly. why not? You know, and I really, really enjoyed that. Speaking of rave, first rave I had was while I was in K9 and I went back to the office. I was like, hey, guys, I'm going to a wave tonight. <laughs> They're like, you're going to wave? I was like, yeah, I'm going to a wave. <laughs> Yeah, so the house dropped me a lot. <laughs> We're just all waving at each other. Exactly. We, <laughs> we go into waves. <laughs> That's so cute. I love it. Oh, I usually ask the question, what makes a home for you? But I feel you kind of answered that. But I mean, if you have any other thoughts. Um, like I said, uh, it's what I'm missing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, I don't know what to uh, contribute to that. It's probably comfortable people, um, a place where, you know, like you feel safe. Yeah. But 
all that combined just makes me miss it when I leave it. I just have one last question now that you said comfortable with people. Like what makes being with people comfortable? Hmm. In this house, like I feel like people can drop their uh, walls pretty easily than when you meet them yeah. outside, which is yeah. makes it more comfortable. Like when people put their walls up, of course, you have to work around that and you have to try to like uh, talk with them more until like they mm. drop it. But in the house, it's easier. And that just makes it comfortable. But I feel like, yeah. I don't know if it's me living here for four years and a half now, or just me growing up as a person. <laughs> I feel like uh, I'm more comfortable by myself, even with new people, which is makes me sometimes oblivious <laughs> how uncomfortable <laughs> they are. <laughs> so I'm always comfortable. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's a good treat to, <laughs> to I think it is I mean you probably share that energy around you right if you're comfortable you probably make people feel comfortable mm -hmm. around you if yeah. you're being awkward then people will feel awkward so I think it's a good makes thing sense. <gasps> makes sense yeah but I feel like yeah it's uh it's never uncomfortable and if it is the house is big you can just take your clothes and go somewhere else <laughs> all right well yeah if if you don't have any last words i think we've got what i need no i'm just uh, happy to that i actually had a chat with you me too i mean honestly this went so fast that was humans inside the pods with morgan O'Learon. make sure to join our mailing list so you don't miss an episode link in our bio